but the thing is, is that when they send me the big sausages, I'm like, this is great, but I don't know what to do with it. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you don't really have a fridge or like a whole, well, I guess you could actually share it with your people there. Hey guys, want to try some of my meat? Yeah. Give it to chef. And she made charcuterie out of it. Mm, See? Ooh, the best part about working for CMH, CMH is like it CMH stands for Canadian Mountain Holidays, Mm -hmm. but it's also known as cheese and meat holidays because (laughs) everywhere you go, every time you turn your back, there's a cheese and meat plate. Welcome to The Safe Haven. I'm your host, Amanda Lytle. The Safe Haven offers a collection of conversations about life's challenges and the pivots we make in order to keep moving forward. Guess what, friends? She did it. Jen has officially had the best day of her life and has crossed off heli skiing from her bucket list. In the conversation today, she shares her experience in full detail, including how cool it's been riding around in a helicopter and learning how to work as a team. We get the full scoop on the CMH life and meals, including a newly made up term that we've called dinner, and what going into the holidays looks like for us. Well, for Jen, it's going to look like some back-to-back spa treatments. And for me, it's a whole lot of chill moding after wrapping up a huge writing project and mentoring other authors in their writing journey. Bring on the intentional downtime. But before we jump into today's drive, I wanted to remind you how much we would love it if you could follow The Safe Haven on your podcast app. Leaving a rating or writing a written review really helps us reach more people and show other listeners and podcasters that we're legit. Every single one helps, so if you haven't done so, we'd be so appreciative if you did. Here we go. Hello, road trip friends. I'm Jen. And I'm Amanda. And we're two adventurous souls with a huge passion for travel and chasing the unordinary. You know those podcasts that you listen to that you feel like you're hanging out on the couch with a friend or on a long road trip chatting with your bestie? That is what we've created and we want you to come along for the ride. Sometimes it'll just be us, and other times we'll pick up a friend along the way for some additional insights. In each road trip episode, we'll be sharing a variety of insights and perspectives, lessons, and memories from our lives. Sometimes we may cry, but we will laugh way more honoring every emotion that comes up authentically. That is what road trips with your besties are for. So grab a snack, pop in those earbuds, and buckle up. Obviously, I'm driving today because I need you to focus on just the sharing of the best day of your life. That's a big day. Yes, yes. For most, it's getting married, having a baby, but those things have not happened to me yet. I don't know if it ever will. So for anyone listening, a quick like one sentence update. Jen got a new job and is working at a heli ski lodge and has listed heli skiing as a bucket list item, which you've officially checked off. So tell me all about it. I actually, first of all, want to go back to that buckle up because (laughs) I think when I got this job, I had no idea what I was in for and it has been a buckle up situation. Yeah. Well, tell me more. Well, it's almost been one month to the day since I started and I've been on the biggest whirlwind of my life. Mm -hmm. Um. It's been wild and thank God I've been buckled up for the most of it, but I did have to buckle up when I got in the helicopter. Mm -hmm. Had you ever been in a helicopter before that? The day I went heli skiing, I had been in a helicopter once before, but that was only since I started with CMH. 
I did take a helicopter to another one of our lodges for a rescue training drill. Mm -hmm. So it was a short six minute ride, but it was the coolest ride of my life. Mm -hmm. And then it was pretty cool how we put our like beacons on and we had to pass through a beacon checkpoint and the helicopter started up and like we're loading skis and snowboards in the basket and we get in and we buckle up and this thing takes off and it was wild. Mm -hmm. I think the actual flight time was quite short to where we went. Um, The run that we did was called Ladies' Choice. It was amazing, but um, it was pretty sick when the helicopter lands on the top of a mountain and you get out and you strap up, buckle up, and you ride down. But it's nice because what happens is the guides, like you ride sections at a time so you don't lose anybody for safety. But you're all radioed up, beaconed up, wearing an avi pack. Like I felt pretty safe. I was never scared. Mm-hmm. But this terrain was bottomless powder, no tracks. Obviously, like we're back, back, back country. And I was riding a snowboard that I'd never rode before. I was riding a Burton fish and I was pretty skeptical about going heli skiing for the first time, not on a board that I'd rode before. Like I was kind of like, oh my gosh, I, the two snowboards that I own are primarily like one's a total resort rider, but then the other powder board I have is more for resort powder, like not bottomless. Um, So I rode a Burton fish that surfs essentially through the snow. It's really short. I forget what they call the tail, but it looks like a fish tail. And it just glides smooth like butter. Um, but yeah, like it was, whoa, like just going down. Like I looked and I was like, there's no way that I could snowboard this. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, well, I mean, I guess the helicopter could come back and pick me up. Yeah, but the I'm new like, manager sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. I did take a little bit of a bail and there were some people that like, and everyone, this is our lodge manager. Yeah. And I was like covered in snow. It was pretty funny. Um, but yes, heli skiing's been on my bucket list. I went to Japan chasing powder and that was incredible. But this powder was incredible. Mm-hmm. It was the best day. How long was the run? Mm, 40 minutes, an hour. 40 minutes to an hour. Wow. I mean, keep in mind that we skied, like the group went down or the guide went down and then we all go down to the guide and then we have to wait for everybody. And then we, so it's kind of like a game of leapfrog, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it probably took about 40 minutes. And then it's pretty crazy when you get to the bottom, bottom of the run and the guides all line your skis up and they line your avi packs up and then you have the guests uh the colleagues we had to go about like three meters away from them and then the heli sweeps in between us and lands like with the most precision that i've ever seen in my life it just comes in over the tree line and ever so just glides right in and you have to get in a heli huddle because it's really like the propeller like it's very 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 windy mm-hmm. And like, so you're all huddled down and then like the pilot gives you the heads up or the thumbs up that, yep, you can open the door and the guides load all your stuff in. You jump in and you go back to the top. That is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty insane. And then our next rundown, we did an avalanche rescue test. So um, one of the guides buried a beacon and um, on the way down, 
they buried, yeah, they buried a beacon mm-hmm. and we had to find the person. Mm-hmm. So I'll have you know that if you were to ever go snowboarding with me, or I guess if you're a skier, I'm good at finding the person. My shoveling abilities could be a bit quicker. <laughs> Shoveling's hard. It, yes. Yeah. As, but I'm like, if there was an actual human under there, like we would be fucking giving it. Mm-hmm. We did uncover the beacon or person in six minutes. That's awesome. Yeah. So we passed. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was pretty excited. I got rated pretty well with the snowboard exercise. So we had like basically why we went was to do an avalanche rescue as well as we had to get rated so that if there's a spot on the helicopter for us, we are like our abilities are matched to the group's abilities. Mm. Because the last thing is staff holding up a group. That's a no bueno. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it was just so, 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 so cool. And then, like, yeah, picks you back up and you go back to the top. And then you have the heli glow when you come back in. Mm. Just like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we rode trees. And yeah, like one of the staff, we were standing at the top of the hill and it was a tree run. And we were like, oh, like, because when the guy makes the trail, you can go either side of it, but you have to keep the lines close because of un, like, it's all completely unmarked territory. Mm-hmm. But we were like, Oh, like we really want to veer outside of the lines, like just a little bit. And we were able to, but it was, yeah, it was, it was incredible. Like mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. Okay. So tell me about accommodations. Like, do you have a bathtub? I have a bathtub. Uh-huh. And it's passing at this yes. point? Good. Yes, I've had a bath. I've had one bath. Don't worry, I've showered. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I've had a bath. Um, I basically live in a hotel room. Mm-hmm. Well, I've already had the tour, which I'm loving. The fact that even, you know, you've got your cards, you've got your books, you've got your wines, you've got essential oils, you've got all of the things, you've got your bed, you've got your bear. Like, what else do you need? Yeah. Well, I need an espresso machine, but the good news is they're a hundred dollars off. So I ordered one last night on the internet. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Actually, because I know why you bought one. I totally support this decision. Yeah. Like when I was packing to come here, these listeners that have been listening, you know that I pack a lot of useless shit. So packing to come here was very, very, very difficult because I leave on my weeks off. I can store things here, but it's not like I can like unload a whole room of like decor and textiles and all this, because Mm -hmm. then it's like, okay, I'm going to spend one of my days off packing. Mm -hmm. So I did give my espresso machine away. Well, I got it given to me by the resort I used to work at. And so I gave it back to the resort. Mm -hmm. But yes, I have been missing having a little coffee and especially like I've been working hard. So, you know, an afternoon coffee isn't out of the question these days. Mm -mm. But I love that this allows you to have your morning coffee alone. Yes, it's definitely needed. Mm -hmm. Our chef actually gave me the idea. She has an espresso machine in her room and she has a coffee on her own before she goes to work. Because like basically the other day I walked in the door and it was like, Jen, do you know this? Jen? And it's like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Hi, good morning. It's 6.15. can we all just have a coffee? But no, we can't have a coffee. Yeah. I mean, we can, but mm-hmm. yeah. Basically when I walk in the door to work, it's go time. Mm-hmm. So it's go time. And like you've said at the beginning, you have to buckle up even daily just to get going. But so far, so good. So far, so great. Yeah. So great. Oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. It's great. 
CMH is an incredible company to work for. Mm-hmm. There is no shortage of knowledge. There's no shortage of training that happens. And there's, there's no shortage of support mm-hmm. to go around. But you drink from a fire hose. And I mean, yeah, I would like basically to give you a little synopsis, I left the island on November 5th. I got to Banff on November 5th. November 6th, I tootled around Banff. November 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th, I was in Banff in all-day training, then hanging out with my new boss at night. Then on November 10th, I went back to Valmont. That's when I went to Valmont for the first night. That's where I live. Mm -hmm. And then I spent the 11th, 12th, 13th training at Valmont. Then I had the 11th of November free. And then I was on a bit of a lodge tour for the next week. And then I came back to my lodge to welcome our staff and train them. Mm -hmm. I was training people on things I was just trained on. It was great. Yeah. (laughs) Speed round. But you remember how you'd mentioned about that was one of the things you were really looking forward to is actually working with a team and leading a team and you're enjoying that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I feel like it kind of just comes naturally to me. Mm, That's a great thing. Yeah. I mean, like I've tried to make it like my approach to be a very like approachable manager and like very like fair and, you know, very transparent. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I told the team, I'm like, there's a spot to go heli skiing today. I've selected the person and you know what? Your time will come. Mm -hmm. And it's just, you know, they can chat to me and then it's, you know, I've been able to like be like, okay, so we we've taught this, you know, what can I do to help you catch on a little bit quicker? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been interesting, like figuring out people's strengths and like where their weaknesses are and how people learn. And because before I only really managed things. I'm really curious about the food there. Yeah, I knew you were like thinking that you wouldn't even have to be buying groceries or anything like that. But like, tell me about the food. So I haven't bought groceries since I don't remember when. (laughs) Because we all know when I was in Uclue that I was not a cook. It was good food boxes. (laughs) I eat five-star restaurant quality food every night and breakfast. This just sounds perfect to me. Last night for dinner, I started off with a salad and it had like a miso dressing with Mm. tempura shrimp. And then I had for dinner salmon with a miso sesame broth and gyoza. And then for dinner, I for dinner. Did we just make a new course? I think so. Dessert and dinner. I'm always here for dinner. <laughs> for dessert, <laughs> we had this matcha green tea ice cream and like some sponge mm. cake. Like it was like chef's kiss. Mm. We're gonna take a quick pit stop here for gas. So take a big stretch, jump around. Grab something to nourish yourself with and enjoy a quick break while we fill up. That sounds incredible. And here's me being so jazzed about having finally figured out how to cook the most perfect hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> yes. Like practice. It does take practice. And I've got it so dialed now that there's like no green. They are just perfect. Like I can rock cooking hard-boiled eggs now yeah and I've been eating at least two a day mm. 
Yum. They're so like, oh yeah. And like for breakfast, oh, there's fruit salad. There's overnight oats. There's granola. Mm. There's yogurt. There's tomatoes. I don't really like tomatoes, but there's avocado. (laughs) There's eggs. There's bacon. Like Mm. I've gained weight. It's really safe to say. That's awesome. You're being really well nourished. It sounds like in every way. Oh yeah. One night for dinner, we had a casual, as chef called it, casual chicken dinner. It was a beautiful chicken dinner. Mm-hmm. Nothing casual about it. Chicken dinner, potatoes. Yeah, like just cooked to perfection. But just to accompany this casual dinner, we had a $250 bottle of wine with it. Which I can't even fathom because here's me. Even when I go to make a mimosa, I go for like the Bambino five ninety nine bottles. <laughs> oh, that hurts. That hurts even before I started here. Oh, I don't often have a mimosa, but we don't have much in the form of sparkling wine here. It's all champagne. Well, exactly. And did you, well, obviously, you know, I was going to say for anyone listening is that when I was working at the liquor store in Ontario is that champagne can only be called champagne when it comes from the region in France, then that's allowed to be champagne. It's exactly right. And I also just learned that a Pinot Grigio is only from Italy. If it's a Pinot Grigio, not from Italy, it's called a Pinot Gris. Yes, I did know this because of shale. Shale is just like our oh, wine person, yes. remember? Yeah, so fancy. She's our wine person. She also knows like 18 different grape names that are just things I've never heard of. I know. Yeah, she's wild. Hi, shale. Hi, shale. <laughs> she, I told her about this bottle of wine that got uh-huh. opened last night at dinner. Wow. Yeah, that was like the equivalent of one of my paychecks. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Oh and that's goodness. just getting started. Anyways. Yes, work is going really well, but I have been working since November 7. So what does going into the holidays look like for you? Quote unquote holidays, I guess. I am off from the 22nd of December to the 28th. Nice. So yeah, going into the holidays. Well, I um, have already. So my very near and dear good friend, best friend, Jessica Tigner, is actually en route driving across the country. And she just got a job as the wedding manager at the Fairmont Empress in Victoria. Mm. And they put her up in the hotel for a month, or they will be. So we're spending Christmas at the Fairmont Empress together. Beautiful. And I booked a spa evening. (laughs) Of course you did. (laughs) Three back-to-back treatments. Three? What are you having done? We're starting with a eucalyptus body scrub. Mm. We're having a facial and a massage. It sounds divine. It is. But I'll tell you, I'm going to need it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was so funny when I was re-listening to a couple of our chats and when you were talking about your bunion after wedding day, I was like, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine how you day after day after day on your feet that you would be physically so tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my bunion really hurt after heli skiing. Oh, yeah. But my level of stoke was so high that I didn't even realize it. (laughs) I'm stealing that. The level of stoke was so high. (laughs) The level of stoke was so high. Yeah, that I was like, "Mm, I don't have time for this. What are you doing for the holidays? Oh, well, the tree is officially up. Looks beautiful. Went on a hunt for that the other day. I love it. I also am really happy because we've talked about how ridiculously busy and chaotic the months of September, October, and even into November were. So 
having really intentionally pulled back for the month of December. I've got that huge writing project done for the book. It's called She Lives Her Truth. It's another one in the She series by the GCW Publishing House. So having been a lead author in that and wrapped up the mentoring of 13 other authors in their writing process and writing my own, that was a job. And I'm yeah, I literally read a book a week in addition to like all the other things. Oh, it, but you know what? It was unreal. And now just in hindsight, looking back at what the project was, I recognize even between ADHD and just the fact that I work under pressure best, I think, I was able to completely finish up my chapter in a matter of a couple of days, like just sit down days where I just was like, oh, I'll write for a couple of hours here. And then the time crunch started to hit again. I was like, oh my gosh. So I have got a really different, really real, very vulnerable, heavy hitter style chapter coming out in the next book which is so different from the last one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's got anecdotal journal entries in it. And uh, yeah, I guess I could tell you the title of my chapter is called Intuitive Micro Nudges. Intuitive so, Micro Nudges. Yeah. Like a little, I like it. Yeah. Thank you. I'm very excited about it. But yeah, so having intention, which is wild when I think about it too, because when I think back to having intentionally pulled back already going into November, it was still chaotic. So I can't imagine having survived November if I hadn't have pulled back the way that I did, especially going through and helping out with the other authors and mentoring 13 different women through their writing journeys of their chapters for this book, as well as writing my own and doing the two podcasts and, and, and. So, whew. I'm so stoked for you. Thank you. Because... I really, really enjoyed reading your first chapter about how the safe haven came in. Yeah. Impressionable conversations. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I'm actually just finishing up. Really? Oh my goodness. Well, that makes she me so happy because oh, that seems like forever ago now that I've written that and that that was out in the world and even still that people are asking to buy their copy and I just keep mailing them all the way around the world. So I love that you've enjoyed it. I also like it that it's small chapters. So if you need like a little pick me up in the day, you can just read a quick chapter. Yeah. Yeah. And feel inspired. Well, wait until you hear the stories coming out and she lives her truth. They are incredible. I feel so honored to have walked alongside these women in this journey too. It's the level of stoke is so high. Yes. Yes. The level of stoke is so Uh. high. And I think that it also makes me even more appreciative heading into the holiday season this time around because having officially wrapped that up and I'm focused solely on editing, I've really slowed down again with intention or intentionally not booking recordings for the first couple of weeks into 2022 so that I can just edit the content that I already have and get caught up on that. And then also for the book stoop, I'm only recording one day a week to make sure that that is, again, I'm going into it with, yeah, just everything that I can bring energetically week to week. And every time I sit down that I'm just showing up as my full self and can hold space the way that I love doing. So, yeah. I, sorry, I need to back up and just make a remark that I am so proud that you decided to step back from teaching Mm. and you've just created this hustle for yourself. Mm -hmm. Like that's not easy to do. It takes a lot of strong will and determination. It's not something that I could do. I can Mm. show up and do that for somebody else in a sense, like a job, but I could, yeah, like this entrepreneur, I'm like, that is 
completely wild where like, even when you're like, my schedule's packed and like, I'm not going to lie in my head. I'm like, well, she doesn't have a job, but mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, no, she has a job. Oh yeah. That, you know what though? That's a great point because depending on the person, and that's even what I was struggling with in September or even, I guess, just even having had my partner home all the time, right? After his injury was because of the fact that if you don't quote unquote leave the house for work, what are you actually doing? Until you are that person that is either forced to work from home or have intentionally chosen to work from home and are an entrepreneur and you're starting your own business. Because I wasn't physically leaving the house and even when we had guests here, I would have things to do and that had deadlines and timelines that I had to follow. And if I wasn't physically leaving the house, you know, conversations were being had and questions were being asked. And then, you know, my space or my time was just being encroached upon, you know, because I wasn't leaving. So it's been a really interesting thing to navigate working from home and making sure that I do get things done while still honoring downtime as well. Because when you work from home too, it's, it's pretty easy to just go curl up on the couch. But again, podcasting just Everything about it, start to finish, has become very much a source of nourishment for me. Uh, very self carry style stuff for me just to sit and cruise through the edit of a podcast is, yeah, it fills me up. So bigger things are coming into 2022, but I'm so Bigger things? Yeah. Can we talk about them? Can you spread some breadcrumbs? Like what is happening? Um, yeah, I guess kind of. Without saying too much, uh, one of my besties and I are going to really start looking into some next steps on what offering podcast potential style things in marketing and business development would look like for potential clients. So that's like the most basic of it. Uh, but yeah. I'm into it. Yes. I'm into it. Yeah. That is really exciting. I love it because you know what? Everybody's like, oh, I want to be a podcaster. Oh, mm. I want to have my own podcast. I mean, I was there. <laughs> But I didn't, like, honestly, without you, I couldn't have this podcast. There's no way. Well, I don't think people understand just how much it takes to actually stick with it and to stay committed to it. Because I feel like if you are interested in it, it's going to flop. If you're intrigued by it, it's going to flop. You have to be overly passionate about podcasting to begin with, or you're going to completely lose interest in it. Because it is a shit ton of work, especially when you don't have the financial means to outsource the work that needs to be done. If you are doing everything start to finish, it's a shit ton of work. But having navigated that on my own, I love it. Clearly, I'm still in it going on three years later. Right. And like, don't 85% of podcasts flop after the first three months? Yeah, because it's hard work. (laughs) And people are like, wow, I'm not making any money yet. I'm going to quit. It's like, okay. Yeah. It's so funny. It's, you know, when you're meeting new people or you're starting a new job, it's like, okay, you introduce yourself and tell us one interesting fact about yourself. I'm like, oh, well, I have a podcast. And it's like, what? Oh my God, do you make so much money off of it? I'm like, no, tell you what I get. A box of meat from our great <laughs> friends at Great Canadian Meat. We love them. We love them. I got some content I need to share. But yeah, I'm like, oh, I got a few boxes of meat. And then that just, that's hilarious because it's like, why you get like, it's just such a conversation starter. Mm-hmm. I actually said, I, um, I've said, oh, I love meat and cheese so much that I actually get boxes sent to me. Yeah. Chasing the dreams. Yeah. That's good yeah. fuel for those mountain runs, you know. Yeah. You know what? When I was heli skiing, I fucking wish I had a pepperoni stick in my pocket. Okay. Can you make me one promise and make Great Canadian Meats a promise too at the same time? Ready? Yes. Yes. Hand on heart. That next time you are in a helicopter 
and are heading out heli skiing that you do have a product in your pocket and you can snap a photo of that action photos, yes. like mountain summit photos. That is the dream. That is what Heli we need. snacks. <gasps> but the thing is, is that when they send me the big sausages, I'm like, this is great, but I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you don't really have a fridge or like a whole, well, I guess you could actually share it with your people there. Hey guys, want to try chef. some of my meat? Yeah, give it to chef. And she made charcuterie out of it. Mm, see? Ooh, the best part about working for CMH, CMH is like it CMH stands for Canadian Mountain Holidays, mm -hmm. but it's also known as cheese and meat holidays because <laughs> everywhere you go, every time you turn your back, there's a cheese and meat plate. That is so aligned for you. It's yeah. This and company, we were destined to be together. I know this. I'm feeling it. Yeah. All right, Amanda. So I'm going to go back to the word that you're taking into 2022. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think we talked about this a while ago, but the word that I had brought into 2021 was intention. And I feel like I really lived up to that. I think that because I was so intentional about the word intention, that when I would do things or when I would say things or when I would go into certain conversations, especially difficult conversations, is that I really turn inward first. And then I just proceeded with intention, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think that I'll always have that intention because it's become such a practice that it's just, yeah, it comes so naturally now. But the word that I'm taking into 2022 is expansion. Oh, yeah. Oh, and you talked about how you're expanding. Yes, yes. I love it. Yeah. I think that expansion is going to be coming in so many different ways, but it's also so much more than just business and development that way. It's also personal stuff. It's allowing myself to just continue expanding and evolving as a woman, as an individual, as a business owner, as a partner, as a family member as a podcast host, you know, just continuing to heal my own wounds and sink into traumas that I need to nourish and yeah, look after. So read books and oh my goodness, Jennifer, the Black Friday what? Cyber Monday deals for Audible. Like I got some books for a couple bucks and I jumped on the whole like three months for $7.95 thing. So I am locked and loaded for books that I can't wait for weeks on my free library apps. So I'm very excited about that. What's Audible? Is this a joke? No, no, no. It's, it's like the Kobo books. Yeah. Oh, dear goodness. No. Whew. Audible is an online listening platform. It's a streaming platform for audiobooks, but you can buy them and then you keep them. So if you pay for credits or you pay for a subscription, you are essentially buying an audiobook a month, but there's an entire gigantor library for them. And then when they have sales, but you have to listen to them. Yes. Hmm. I think it'd be very good for you. Oh, do you? I do. Well, I guess maybe not right now, but I was thinking maybe yes, because you can't physically carry books around right now because you're living a nomadic lifestyle, but we've talked about that. So audiobooks in your phone would be great. They would be great. And it's actually kind of sad. I haven't been reading as much as I like to, because mm -hmm. by the time I finish work, I'm like, well, you know, I'm pretty tired. And I end up just falling asleep three pages in, mm -hmm. but okay. Okay. I need to maybe look into that. Mm. I mean, I do have a collection of books here and um, we do have a library oh, that's at the nice. lodge. I haven't looked at it yet because I still have well, two books that I need to work my way through. Mm -hmm. And then you can leave one, take one. That's a nice idea. Of the library. Yeah. Yeah. And I found that little library in town too. There's <gasps> where you leave one, take one. Those are so, I want one at the end of the driveway, little laneway here. I was thinking about putting this in it. Please do. She moves mountains, but I don't want to give it up. 
oh, maybe I should just send you a new one to leave there. Yeah. When yeah. you come visit me, I'll just give you a couple. Okay. That sounds great. Oh, we like that. Then they can go around the world. Right. <gasps> yes. And I'm right in the heart of the mountains here. We like it. That's a great idea. Obviously. Excellent. Because we go skiing and not. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, okay. Back up. What word are you going to carry into the new year? So I think the word that I brought into 2021 was opportunity. Mm. I think that that was it. And actually, as you were talking, I was just thinking, I was like, oh, wow, 2021 or this time last year. And then the start of 2021, I started 2021 in a very different way Mm -hmm. than where I am sitting right here right now. Mm -hmm. And that's all because of the opportunities that came away. So I think for 2022, I'm taking the word passion with me. Ooh, nice. I like the word passion because you've talked a lot about that and about how you'd actually lost your passion. So the fact that you were even aware of losing your passion in the wedding industry and in the events management stuff, I feel like being able to carry passion clearly, you've chased passions from opportunities this year. And now we're chasing them into opportunities coming forward, but you're chasing ones that you're actually passionate about. That's powerful shit. That is. It's just, I've been surrounded by people. I, in the last month, I've never been as surrounded by so many people who are so passionate about mountains. Mm -hmm. And like, I even met a group, well, not met a group of girls, but there's some lodge managers that I've met through training and they're like mountain bikers Mm -hmm. and You know, so it's just, I really want to live my passions. And like, I love snowboarding. I love mountain biking. And I want to create those communities around me. And I have the opportunity now. I I don't have a home. It's, Mm -hmm. I have a storage unit. So I want to be very intentional Mm -hmm. with where I move so that I can live out those passions. Like, Mm -hmm. I like being by water because I do like to paddleboard, but I like to mountain bike, I like to snowboard. I mean, you do have to call it, these mountain sports get pretty expensive. So, you know, you can't be into them all, but even just like some hiking and like, I do enjoy that, but I only like hiking when there's a summit. Mm. Otherwise it's a walk, very steep walk. (laughs) So true. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think that that's the word I'm going to take in. Good one, friend. Yeah. I think that that's the word I'm going to take in and finish up and see where the, this opportunity with CMH takes me and well, you know, you just never know. Well, I'm excited to keep watching it just evolve and expand. I think it's pretty special. Same with you and same with your business. And like, it's just, it's all very great. I think the world's been in turmoil and like, it's a really got everybody thinking. Mm -hmm. And I feel like 2022, you know, who knows, we might not be out of a pandemic yet, but at least we're getting, we're getting to know ourselves a lot better. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of becoming like, a trend of like getting to know yourself and sitting with yourself and, you know, and you can't see friends and you can't mm-hmm. see family. And, you know, when this pandemic was at the height of it, it's like, well, you better like spending time with you mm-hmm. or else this is going to be a really long time. Yeah. I can totally yeah. feel that. But anyways, I feel like we should wrap it up there though, girlfriend. That's like a, we'll end it on that. Oh, that was a good one, friend. Thank you. What a nice drive. Oh, Jennifer, I appreciate you and I love you. And to everyone who's been in the van with us, we love and appreciate you so, so much. Thank you for your company. We love that you've come along. Please make sure that you take a big stretch and nourish yourselves today. And if you had a nice drive with us today, be sure to follow us on your podcast app and jump back in next week. Tell your friends, they'll fit in the van. We'll gas up, grab snacks, 
meat and cheese sticks and continue down the open road next week. Bye. Cheers, friends. <laughs>